have we got a goodie in store for you. I have put together a brand new free guide just for members of the Brand Mary community. Inside of this in-depth ebook, I am sharing 15 lessons to propel your online business. These are things that I have learned throughout my journey, and it is literally the ultimate guide of shit I wish someone would have told me. I've piled it all together into an easy to read, consume, and circle back to ebook that you can now get your hands on for free. Now, I've got to tell you, this is a limited time freebie. This is not going to be available for very long. So you want to make sure that you head to brandmary.com slash lessons and download your free ebook. It's brandmary.com slash lessons. And let's get into today's episode. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Today's episode should be a good one. I don't know about you, but I love when people reveal things that they have learned. I'm like, thank you for doing the heavy lifting for me. Thank you for doing the hard work. And I've always kind of been obsessed with that. Um, I actually wrote a blog post in 2016 before my birthday that was like the greatest lessons that I've learned, you know, before turning 30. And surprisingly, even though I didn't really know anything about SEO or you know anything like that, that blog post is one of my top blog posts totally unrelated to my business, although now I've kind of modified it a bit (laughs) and talk about starting a business so that it actually collects leads. But I just find that so fascinating. You know, we really love hearing about people's experiences. And I think that's why storytelling is so powerful and why we always gravitate towards storytelling, because we get to hear about what other people have gone through and what they've learned in the process. And it makes us feel more human. It makes us feel more connected. And as a business owner, it always makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one, right? So when we were gearing up to launch my group program, Roadmap to Freedom, which if you're not familiar with Roadmap to Freedom, Roadmap to Freedom doors open once a year in the fall. Um, Doors are actually going to be opening at the end of October, which I'm very, very excited about. And before we do any sort of launch, and especially this launch, because it is a very um, supportive and intensive 90 days together where I help entrepreneurs build their business. So put all the systems in place, build the brand foundation, uh, build their lead magnet, build their community, get their marketing started, scaling, get their systems in place, learn how to handle calls, uh, discovery calls, coaching calls, all of those different things. Like it is, it's been my baby since 2016 and I have scaled it and grown it, you know, over the years. And every time we're gearing up to do that, we like to create something fun, a new gift for my community. And when I was thinking about what to do this year, I really wanted to offer something that was focused on the lessons that I had learned. And specifically, what I learned during that lesson or that period of time, and what I would say to myself if I was going back. So if you're not already aware, I put together a complete 
ebook where I share 15 lessons to propel your online business, to move your business forward. Whether you're just starting out, you're like literally just thinking about starting a business, or you've had your business anywhere between one to three years and it's just not at the consistent income that you desire. I put this guide together to serve as kind of the ultimate resource for the shit I wish someone would have told me when I was in that position. And this resource is 15 of the lessons that I like, was like, what are the biggest ones that if I would have known, I might have saved myself so much time, so much energy, money, all of those different things. And so that's available for you. You can go to brandmary.com slash lessons to get your hands on that if you haven't already. It is only available for a limited time. And we are going to be, you know, like I said, it's it's relevant to a program that we're launching. So it's only going to be available for another week. Okay, so make sure you get your hands on that. But today I thought I'd give you a preview. So I want to share with you four of the greatest lessons that come from that ebook. I don't know about you, but I've always found for myself that talking it out rather than, you know, you know, writing it and making it so it's not like 500 pages because nobody's going to read that, I tend to give a little bit more. So you're going to get a little bit more from these four lessons, a little bit more in depth for you, probably a little bit more emotion <laughs> based on what I'm sharing today. So Again, I want to share with you four of these greatest lessons that come from this ebook. So make sure you get your hands on the ebook. Go to brandmary.com slash lessons to read the full 15. But let's dive into the, the four that I decided to cherry pick out for you today. I don't know. I might consider these the most important four. They're all huge. But when I was really going through, I was like, oh my gosh, which ones like do I look at? And I'm like, oh, man. That was, that was a learning curve. That was a learning curve for sure. So I guess that leads me to the very first one, which is don't create to create. Don't create content just to post content. Always have a purpose. Now, a little backstory on this. When I first started my business and, and what I was ultimately exposed to in terms of, you know, programs and coaches and things like that really for kind of the first year, year and a half of my business, I was told to just show up. Now, that is relevant. All right, I have an entire podcast on showing up and getting visible and boosting your confidence in episode 12, if you want to listen to that, if you haven't already. So yes, of course, there there's the art of showing up, showing up to get visible. But I think what was happening when I was starting my business, and I still see it happening today, where people are like, just post something. Just talk about something. And that's how we start to get really burnt out with content creation. And then we start to wonder like, but why is this not working? Like, why is no one responding? And the reality is that there's no purpose behind what you're doing. You're just posting to post. You're just creating content to create content. It might not even have a direct connection to your brand or the product and services that you're selling. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs who come to work with me that have been showing up consistently, that have been creating content. Maybe they've been doing video, very, very similar. I was doing the same thing. But what they're talking about doesn't 
directly tie to what they ultimately are offering. And when you're just starting out, you want those clients, right? You need those clients. You need those that paying uh, either course clients, you know, coaching clients, consulting clients, um, you know, buying your product doesn't matter. You need money. <laughs> you need money to begin to build a sustainable business. And so when you're just starting out, and one of the things I recommend is having like a core offer, one thing that you're really focused on. So if you're showing up and you're creating content and you're never creating content that ties to that core offer, it's going to be really hard for your audience to make the connection. You also might start building an audience of the wrong ideal customer. If you're just talking about random things, then you're not bringing in the ideal customer that you want to attract for your program. So this is something that I went through my first year in business when I like love talking about um, you know, I love talking about productivity. I love talking about systems, all those different things. And that's definitely a core staple of my business today, but it wasn't back then. And so I would talk about productivity. I would talk about, you know, this and this and this. And I would bring in people who weren't necessarily ready to start a business, or I'd bring in people who weren't interested in branding. And so my numbers were incredibly off. And I see this today in so many entrepreneurs. All of people who come to me and they're like, oh, I have a list of 500 people. I don't think any of them are my target market. And so when you're in the process of creating content all the time, but especially in the beginning, you really want to identify before you start creating that content, what are those key pillars to your business? When you think about your core offer, and again, this is why I always recommend having a core offer when you start, is because you can then think of like, what are the pillars? What is the framework? Um, you know, what are those key components that I'm supporting my customers and my clients at the highest level? And then you can choose to create content that's centered around those pieces. So for instance, a big part of what I do at Brand Mary is all around messaging. So I will create content that talks about the importance of messaging, what's missing uh, it, with most entrepreneurs in messaging, how to improve the messaging on your sales page, so on and so forth. Because I know by creating that content, I'm providing high value for my ideal customer. And then I'm also effortlessly leading to the sale. I'm bringing the right people to the piece of content, and then by delivering value in that content, they're in a position where they're ready to move to the next phase, which would be ultimate in, ultimately investing. So when you're really, and, and you know, I don't know, maybe this should have been a lesson, but it's more of just like a lifestyle. Reverse engineer, reverse engineer, reverse engineer. Do it for everything in your business. What's the end result? What do you want people to do? Buy X, Y, you know, X program. Reverse engineer, how do you get them to that spot? And that should be, be the driving force for your content. So it's not about just talking about every little thing under the sun. Make sure that you've got those core pillars. And something that I mentioned in the authentic, in the, the voice episode, which was episode 14, your voice and personal branding, I talk about the concept of, of uh, brand containers. And that's a really great way to start. So you are able to tie in those pillars that you are talking about that tie directly to your offer, as well as, you know, your personal story to build that no like, and trust factor. And then maybe another element that's fun that you can talk about that still directly applies to your ideal customer. So in my case, I love to talk about travel. Now, I've gone back and forth on this. I have had countless people email me. I've had advisors, you know, tell me that I should do travel vlogging and I should talk about travel this, this, and this. 
when I was starting out. And I was like, that just doesn't feel right because I feel like I'm shifting my focus. Then I'm going to start attracting all of these people who are just interested in travel advice and not necessarily running a business. So what I decided to do was strategically kind of sprinkle in the travel piece of my lifestyle and share, you know, what it's like to grow a business and travel, to talk more about, um, you know, what my business has allowed me to do in terms of traveling. So everything still ties back to the core things that I'm I'm educating my audience on and I'm selling, but of course you can make it fun, all right? So, so when you're starting out, and one of the greatest lessons that I've learned is don't create content just to say, hey, I posted today. Have a purpose behind it and really make sure that what you're creating ties directly into your ideal customer, the person that you want to attract to your brand and your business, and to the offer, to the sale. That doesn't mean every single post has to have a pitch, right? Oh, go book a call, go do this. I wouldn't necessarily do that with, you know, maybe a travel thing, but I know I'm bringing in the right people. I'm building that connection. I'm building that trust, and then they can move forward and take the next step. So number one, don't create to create. Number two, I'm going to try not to go off on this one. Get a hold of your greatest asset, time. Stop wasting your time. Stop it not good for you. You know, in in a live stream that I did that I ended up sharing on the podcast episode 11 where I talked about the secret sauce to business, I talked about doing the work. Now, there's a caveat in that podcast episode where I say the work doesn't mean busy work. I'm not saying just say I'm going to work on my business for 3 hours every day and you're just doing random things, right? You're not really strategically doing the work. You're just busy. That is not helping your business. And a lot of entrepreneurs, and myself included, do this in the beginning because they don't feel like they know exactly what they should be doing in in what order. Honestly, that's why I created Roadmap to Freedom because my first year, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing and in what order. And then when I figured it out and I started making consistent money, I was like, I'm just going to give people the roadmap I wish I would have had. That's how Roadmap to Freedom was born. It still serves the same purpose. But one of the things that is going to serve you at the highest level as you continue to scale your business is being very selective with your time and your energy. Where is it going and how much time are you giving that particular project? So when I first started my business, again, I didn't know, I didn't, these are all lessons. So surprise, I learned them the hard way. I spent almost a year branding myself. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It is not necessary. And the reason that I took that much time is because, A, I didn't have a clear plan of, oh, okay, this is what branding is. This is exactly what the steps that I need to take. And this is what I'm going to do in this order, right? So it was just like flailing around trying to like piece it all together. 
And then the other piece of it is I didn't give myself a deadline. I I didn't say, all right, I want to have my brand up and running in two months, right? I want to have my website at a place where I can put it out in the world in this amount of time. And so what happened was I wasted my time, right? I was just doing busy work because I was like, oh, let me change this color and let's change this photo. And it's like, you don't need to do that, Michelle. That's not necessary. It's in a good spot. Put it out into the world. And when you can really start practicing putting these um, kind of these boundaries in place with your time, it's going to support you as you grow your business. I was talking with a client the other day and we were talking about content creation. So I gave an example with branding. Let's talk about content creation. And we were talking, walking through her weekly workflow and she's like, it feels like it's still taking a little bit of time. All right. So we sat down and we started talking about it. And I said, do you set a timer for your blog post? She's like, no. I said, I want you to do that. And I want you to focus your energy and your effort. So rather than saying, hey, I'm going to write this paragraph and then edit it until it's you know, ready to post and then move on to the next paragraph, set a timer for an hour and a half, write your entire blog post, just fluidly write, then set your timer for 30 minutes, go back and clean it up. I bet you carve your time in half. Your time is precious. The more time that you can create, and yes, I do believe with systems and with strategies, you can create, mold your time to work to your benefit. The more that you get in the habit of doing that, especially early on, the better it's going to serve you as your tasks and requirements and client load and customer load increase as you grow your business. You know, I think people are always like, oh, I hardly ever have to work. And we see that and they probably have a big old team, which is amazing. Um, They have these different systems in place. That is amazing. But guess what? Their workload has gotten bigger. Don't think for two seconds that their workload hasn't gotten bigger. As you expand your business, the goal is to have more customers and clients. So you're going to have more requirements. Now, as you grow, you can hire team members and you can restructure and you can have somebody who handles emails so you're not having to do that, right? You might not have to be in the thick of it all the time, but the workload is expanding. So why not get in the habit now on being really selective and purposeful with the time that you have available. Protect your time. Protect your time. When you're building a sustainable business, you don't want or need to be working every second of every day. You're going to burn out. I have said this, I'm in my fifth year of business and I have not experienced burnout. I know that this is like something everyone loves to talk about and we use it in our marketing and there. And you don't have to experience that. (laughs) And the reason that I haven't is because I've been really protective of my time since the beginning. I have made decisions where I would stop doing something for a season of life so I could focus on a top priority. For example, when I first started my business, I stopped watching Netflix My husband and I, I we do it now quite often, but like love watching documentaries, love watching new movies, series, all that stuff. We're just like, we just love it. 
when I was starting my business, he was like, we never do this anymore. And I was like, sorry, focus. We're focused in right now. And it's not that I didn't have any fun, right? We would still do it maybe on the weekends, but I stopped doing it in the week, during the week, so that I could use that time for something different. So that's what I mean by being really selective with your time and then being really smart about how you're utilizing that time, focusing on the things that are going to move your business forward. And if you don't know what those things are, Invest in something that's going to give you the step-by-step. That's, again, why I created Roadmap to Freedom. Whether that's the program for you or not, find what will work for you to lay out that process so that you can get to work and not just be flailing around the internet and just keeping yourself busy. I think I did that okay. Not too long, right? (laughs) I could talk about time management. I could talk about the importance of time. I could talk about all that stuff for hours and hours and hours. But I think you get what I'm saying here. So let's move on to number three. Number three is that you can't and won't want to build your business alone. Now, When I was first starting my business, and I mean, Facebook groups are still huge right now. And I'm talking free Facebook groups. I'm not talking about like paid ones on the back end of a program. I'm talking about free Facebook groups. Still very, very popular, um, obviously. But when I was starting, they were like the end all be all. Like everyone had a free Facebook group. Some people had multiple free Facebook groups. You were in them every damn day. It was just exhausting. And I honestly, I had my own. And I loved showing up for my community. But as as someone who was growing their business, in other groups, I hated them. I hated them. I didn't ever feel like I wanted to show up and ask questions. I never really felt like I wanted to show up and build connection because it always kind of felt like a, a pitch fest. So when I was first looking at, uh, you know, educational content and programs to purchase, I really looked at the community aspect. Because in my mind, I was like, I need a place where I can A, get, you know, education and mentorship so I can learn. But then I also need a place where I can come and ask questions of my peers without feeling like I'm being pitched to on a regular basis. And so I'm not suggesting that you have to go out and pay for support, right? I mean, pay for a community. You do have to pay for support, but I'm not saying you have to pay for a community. You might find that community elsewhere. I personally didn't, at the time, have it in my everyday life. I'm also not much of a networking person, so I don't really love to go to events every single Wednesday and chat about things. It's just not my cup of tea. I wanted something online that was easy, accessible. I could check in when it worked for my schedule I could support other members of the community. So I really looked for those opportunities of, you know, group programs, small masterminds. And, um, you know, as as I as my business got bigger and I needed less kind of handholding, I would invest in more of like a membership type of situation. But through that process, you know, I it was so important for me to have that outlet. Your best friend from grade school probably doesn't understand what the hell you're setting out to do. Your partner probably doesn't fully understand what you're setting out to do. I was, I am blessed with an amazing husband. I mean, he's always willing to listen, even though he had zero idea what I was talking about those first few years. 
you don't necessarily have a team yet. So, you know, you don't have someone to bounce business ideas off of all of the time. This is why it's important to have that place, that community. And yeah, I'll be honest, sometimes you got to pay for it. I actually prefer to pay for it. Full transparency. And I think that's a lesson that I learned, like a a sub lesson from this main one, is that I prefer to pay for it because then I know the people that are in there are in it. And most of those paid groups don't have like a pitch fest opportunity where you're constantly feeling like you're being pitched or, you know, whatever from somebody who has no idea what you're actually doing. So annoying. And for me, it's always been worth that investment because I know I've got a central place where I can go ask questions. I know I've got a central place where I can go and get some support. I know I have a place where people will celebrate with me and actually know what the hell I'm talking about when I say, my Facebook ads are converting at $1.25. Woo! Right? My friends are like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> my friends and like, you know, my, my high school friends and my uh, former work friends who are amazing and the most supportive, but I can't go in and talk to, about Facebook ads with them. It's just not going to happen. So you're going to want people in your corner and you can't do this alone. You, you, I just don't know how anyone, I, I don't know anyone that has. I am the type of person and always have been the type of person that prefers a small network of individuals. I've been that way since grade school rather than a large group, you know, so I just really gravitated towards a few individual people at different stages of my journey that we could support each other and lean on each other during that time. And it was incredibly powerful. It makes you feel less alone. It's one of the reasons when I launched Roadmap to Freedom back in 2016, I knew I wanted an interactive community, a place where you could go and ask questions and celebrate things. And it's been It's been one of the perks of the program every single year since I launched it in 2016. When individuals share like their feedback for the program, they always rate the community as one of the top elements. To be able to come together with other entrepreneurs at a very similar stage, I mean, it's it's like a golden ticket. It's incredibly helpful so that you don't feel alone. So don't try to do this alone. Lean on support. And and to piggyback off of that, and something I'm a huge advocate for, is have a mentor. Now, this could be a mentor that you don't have to pay. Amazing. But many of you will have to invest in a mentor. That is okay. We all do it. And here's the way that I've always looked at it. I am investing in my time. Mm. Number two, right? I'm investing in my time by having a mentor, by having a clear step-by-step. I am able to save myself time and energy and down the line money, even though I have to invest in upfront because I am not doing busy work. I'm focused on the things that are going to move my business forward. I have a central place to ask questions. I have a community to support me. It's always been an investment in myself. And I'm and, and the other thing that I would encourage you to do, I'm getting into so many different lessons, but you know, the other thing I would encourage you to do is be very clear on what you want before you start searching for something. It's really easy in the beginning to just like buy every program that you see, but think about like, what am I focused on during this chunk of time? Okay, 
Let me go find something, a mentor, a program, a course, or whatever you're looking for in that moment that's going to support me with that goal. That is something I started doing my second year in business, and it made a huge difference. Rather than joining just a program that was just going to like give me a place to talk to people, and that just never worked out for me. There was no structure. I wasn't actually, you know, I didn't have a clear like step-by-step. It wasn't hitting all my markers, right, saving me time and energy. Once I switched to really say, this is my focus for the next 90 days. Now let me find something to support, you know, with that. Like when I first decided I wanted to launch my membership brand, Mary Academy, I found a program that was specifically going to help me with that. When I first, when R2F launched the first time and it was not successful, I knew I wanted to launch it again because I knew it was so good. So I invested in a program and a mastermind that would help me grow my list and launch that. And I did that and I three-timed my revenue. Be specific when you're looking for these opportunities for both mentorship, education, and community. And don't try to do it alone. Number four. Now, number four is interesting because it, 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 you're going to think that I'm piggybacking off of the last one. Because number four is community is everything. But in this case, I'm talking about your brand community. I'm not talking about your support system. I'm talking about the individuals that are attracted to your brand that become part of your community. So as I mentioned before, this used to look like Facebook groups all the time. Seriously, I'll do a whole, I have a blog post about Facebook groups. Y'all should check it out Um, and how I feel about them today. Free Facebook groups again, right? I've paid Facebook groups for my communities, um, but uh, the free groups. Now, what we really focus on is email list. That is the the central community that you want to focus on because when it comes to social media, you don't own your followers. You don't have a way to get in touch with them if the platform goes down. Um, if something happens to your account, you, you have no way of saying like, hey, I've moved here, right? With an email list, you can download your email subscribers uh, frequently. So if something ever happens, you know, you have that information, you can email them and let them know what's going on. That is the central community that we focus on building over here at Brand Mary. And stats show that email list building is essential. So when you're thinking about like the pieces of your business and you're thinking about, all right, I've got my brand. I understand who I am. I understand what I'm going to offer. I know who I want to work with. Um, you know, maybe your maybe your website's done. Maybe it's in the process, whatever. The next step is, who are you going to sell to? It's your community. You've got to start building your community right away. As soon as that brand foundation's good, and again, doesn't need to take a year, should not take a year, inside of R2F, we do it in four weeks. And then we're immediately focused on building community. If you want to sell, if you want to make money, you have to have someone to sell to. Don't skip this step. And I I will say that I didn't, I understood the importance of community pretty early on. And so I started building my community, although rather slowly and again on face in Facebook groups, after I had figured out my brand. However, I spent too much time figuring out my brand. You're postponing your community growth 
by spending too much time on the foundational pieces. And that's why in R2F, inside of you branded, inside of all the programs, I'm like, let's streamline your branding because it's taking y'all way too long. You need to get started on building community. I have entrepreneurs who come and work with me one-on-one every single month and they'll be like, okay, I want to launch in September. I want to start a group program in September. Like I want to day one, September 1st, I want to deliver the first lesson. Okay. So we reverse engineer and we're like, all right, mid-August, you need to start launching, selling the actual program mid to late August. Okay. So that gives you three months that gives you one month from today, if we're talking about you know July, to grow your community. You're already too late. You've already started too late. It's possible. We're gonna invest in some ads. We're gonna you know make it happen. But if you're starting from ground zero, you're not. You're already too late. And so one of the things that I recommend is if my clients is if you're really got a deadline like this is when I want to launch this program. Or this is when I want to do this then what I recommend you do is while you're building your brand, you are you get those fundamentals in place and you are able to start growing your email list. So you get your landing page up. You have your free gift. And even though your website isn't launched because it doesn't need to be launched, you've got a single page where people can opt in, get that, and you can start building that community because it's essential. You have nothing as a brand and a business owner if you do not have a community. Not only... Are those individuals going to be the individuals that buy your service and your product, but they're also going to be your best advocates as you start to expand your brand awareness and want to reach more people and sign consistent clients. Community is everything as a business owner. Well, there you have it. That, those are the four. Those are the four that I cherry picked out of my ebook which includes 15 lessons to propel your online business. Again, it's the ultimate guide of shit I wish someone would have told me and given me a clear action step for. I hope that this was incredibly helpful for you. I don't want you to miss out on the other lessons, so make sure you go to brandmary.com lessons to get your download for that. Also, if you are interested in Roadmap to Freedom, doors are opening at the end of October. They are only going to be open for four days. This is the shortest launch window we've ever done. When I first launched the program, I did an entire month I remember it was like September 13th through October 13th. It was like a big deal. I think the doors closed on Friday the 13th. And and I've played with all different levels of launching. And this year we're doing a very, very short cart open, which means now's the time to see if the program is the right fit for you. So head to brandmary.com slash freedom to learn more about the program. You can also join the wait list. That is going to give you um, a special bonus and an opportunity to join before the doors actually open. We do keep the community smaller. There's not like 100 people in this program, um, 100 plus, right? Because it is a very intimate program. I mean, you get your copy reviewed. You get your sales pages reviewed. You get your branding reviewed. I mean, like, everything, everything. I should call it a mastermind, but it's not, it, it's so much more than that, right? It's a very strategic step-by-step. Here's the information, implementation, feedback, support at the highest level. It's one of my favorite programs to do every year. 
head to primary.com slash freedom to learn more about that. And again, make sure you grab that ebook to download your 15 lessons. All right. I will be back with another episode next week. Next week, I'm going to share with you my favorite tools and systems in business. That's such a big part. And sneak peek, that's one of the lessons inside the book, like get your systems in order. So I'm going to be sharing with you my favorite tools and systems that we use over here at Brand Mary in next week's episode. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening today. I wanted to take a minute to remind you to grab that free ebook that I put together for you where I am sharing the 15 lessons to propel your online business. It's really the ultimate guide of shit I wish someone would have told me. I talk about a lot of the elements that I see holding entrepreneurs back from reaching the income level and the impact that they desire. And as you can probably imagine, I made the exact same mistakes. So whether you're just thinking of starting your business or you're three or four years into it, I recommend that you head to brandmary.com lessons to download your free ebook. Because even if you get one little golden nugget from this ebook, I know it is going to support you in achieving your goals in 2021. Head to brandmary.com lessons to download your free ebook today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brand Mary podcast today. You know I'm all about action, so I wanted to give you some quick action steps to get you rocking and rolling in the days ahead. Number one, make sure you sign up for the Build a Better Brand method. This is a completely free on-demand training teaching you how to completely elevate your brand and business. You can learn more at betterbrandmethod.com. And we love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.